Welcome to the Lord's house this evening. We'd uh, uh, just like to say thank you for being here to everyone and uh, especially to our visitors. And uh, we're just glad to have you, glad to have everybody. And I appreciate uh, Dan and Charles making that trip again from up to Lita. Glad to have them. And, uh, of course, we're glad to have Hazel with us tonight. <laughs> I believe she heard that. And uh, glad to have everybody. Appreciate you being here. And uh, I have a scripture I'd like to read in the uh, book of Jeremiah. A very One of my scriptures that I go to and get a lot out of it. And uh, it's in the uh, 20th chapter of Jeremiah and uh, starting at the 11th verse. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. Now listen to this. This sums it up. And ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart, and I will be found of you, saith the Lord. And so... That's enough reading. If you'd like to stand, we'll have a word of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be in your house tonight. And God, we thank you for just the, uh, just the good feeling we have being here. Uh, God, we praise you and we ask you to just bless this service and just, uh, God, just uh, take charge of it and bless us to get ourselves out of the way and uh, help us to get in the center of your will and give us a spiritual Holy Ghost time of worship. God, we pray and we ask you these things in Jesus' name and amen. You may be seated. We turn over to Brother Taylor on the floor. Page 132. Over on the
we'll have our choir come down and we'll turn it over to whoever's open up today. It's already been good to be here. Uh, sitting over there listening to that song, trying to sing along, Heaven's Jubilee. What a day. Boy, what a day that'll be. It's good to be here. Like I said, uh, this time we'll ask everybody to stand and we'll ask who's got an unspoken prayer request. Anybody got a spoken? that. Somebody else got a request. If not, <clears throat> we're going to ask Brother Billy to lead us in prayer.
and pray our Lord, that you just reach out to them, God, and show them the need that's in their lives, that they might look to you before it's too late. And Lord, you know each request has been made. We just ask you, Father, to take care of them, bless them, our Father, for your glory. And while, Father, we'll praise you, bless it all in Jesus' holy name. say we appreciate being here um, it's kind of a strange feeling I guess I'd have to call it stand up here at 50 some years old and I stand up here in front of the church and I feel like a little child uh, but <clears throat> I started reading a book the other day and uh, the name of the book is If You Want to Walk on Water, you got to get out of the boat. And I found it kind of humorous, the title of it. But as I started reading, the, the author was talking about how Peter, unlike all the other disciples that were there in the boat with him, first he called out and said, God, command me. Send me where you, where you will. And then when God told or Jesus told him to come over here, he climbed out of the boat. Uh, and the, the, the way the story was written in that book, it, it just really brought it to light how that storm was just raging and the waves crashing into that boat. The, the guys in the boat didn't feel safe. But Peter had enough faith to throw his legs over the edge and jump out on the water. It just amazes me when I think about it. But this time we'll ask if anybody's got a song or a testimony on your heart. Just whatever the Lord gives you. I've been blessed beyond measure just from being here and doing what God wants me to do. I can leave right now and say it's been a good night. Somebody got something. Don't want to wait too long to drag anything out, but give plenty of opportunity. Nobody's got anything, we'll turn over to our pastor. Certainly good to be here tonight. Appreciate being able to feel the Lord. Uh, glad for what's already been done. And uh, thankful for the singing and opening up. Good fellowship. Uh, again, I'm going to say uh, glad to have everybody that's here tonight. Appreciate you. If you're visiting, uh, we're glad to have you. And uh, we see our doctor friend from up at Lakeside is with us tonight. Glad to have you with us again. And I uh, already mentioned having uh, 
Dan and uh, Charles with us uh, from up to Lita, and uh, appreciate that. Now, let me ask again if anybody feels like singing. Anybody have a song on your heart? If you do, just mind the Lord and come on. If you've got a testimony, you're willing to give that, just follow the Lord. Just, you're welcome to. not just keep praying and uh, we'll look at these preachers and uh, we'll look to our visiting preachers first when you fellows got something on your heart. Dan or Charles? Well, that's enough. Levi? You got All right. Appreciate these men. We got some over here. Okay. Cooper? Well, we got a lot of preachers and I think and I thank God for them. I thank God for every one of them. When you pray, uh, we'll uh, draw your attention to the 13th chapter of the book of Job. And you pray real hard. And uh, we'll look down at the uh, 15th verse. And if I'd use a subject tonight, it'd be more good news from Job, and, uh, which I'd preached about uh, the gospel according to Job uh, last time that I spoke and preached. But uh, God's kept me in the book here, so I'm going back to Job again. <clears throat> Job says here in, in chapter 13, verse 15, Though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. But I will maintain mine own ways before him. He also shall be my salvation. For an hypocrite shall not come before him. And so you just pray. And we have some other scriptures we probably share later. I don't know for sure. But uh, there's a lot in that. And uh, though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. And uh, I thought about the Hebrew children. Very familiar scripture. And uh, the king had put up some idols and said, if you don't don't worship my God, uh, you have to get thrown in the fiery furnace. I remember learning about that when I was just a child in Sunday school and uh, how uh, astonishing that was to me. And uh, you Bible readers uh, know the story, heard it preached and taught many times probably. Uh, when uh, when the, the king uh, confronted those men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and he said, I'm going to give you another chance. I'll just put it in my words. I'll give you another chance. Uh, if you go ahead and uh, bow down and worship my God now, you can go free. Otherwise, you're getting thrown in the fiery furnace. I like what they said to him. Oh, king, we are not careful to answer you in this matter. No, we're not going to beat around the bush or we're not going to try to uh, go sideways on this. We're just going to be real straight up with you. Uh, we're not careful to answer you in this matter. Our God that we serve is able to deliver us from the fire. But if he does or if he doesn't, we're not going to worship your God. If we go in the fiery furnace and we get burned up, uh, we'd rather do that uh, than worship a strange God. Praise God. So that's along the line of what Job was saying. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him, but I will maintain mine own ways before him. And so uh, Job was saying, I'm going to live for the Lord. I'm going to try to do what I'm supposed to, but whatever he has for me, uh, I'm still going to trust him. And I, I'd written down here sometime in the past, uh, down in the flyleaf of my Bible, God is trustworthy. 
uh, Job knew that he could trust God. And then when he went on down there, he said, He also shall be my salvation. Uh, no wonder that Job was willing to trust God, even if he died in the flesh. Uh, he knew he's going to heaven. Uh, he shall be my salvation. Now, get this part too. Uh, for he shall be my salvation, for an hypocrite shall not come before him. Now, that word hypocrite basically means uh, claiming to be something that you're not. Now, uh, a lot of times in our lives, uh, we can uh, be hypocritical or we can act like a hypocrite. And uh, Blaine talked real good on that in Sunday school uh, just recently. And if you uh, come to church and big smile on your face and uh, you go around, uh, you act like you're in fellowship and uh, you're far out away from God, that's being hypocritical. Uh, the part of being a hypocrite that Job was talking about here was claiming uh, to have something that you don't have, claiming to be something that you are not. Uh, what kind of hypocrite is that? Uh, you can be religious and uh, claim to be God's child and uh, not be God's child. Uh, that's a hypocrite. And so when he said, now he shall be my salvation, for an hypocrite uh, shall not come before him. Well, I praise God. Uh, you can have uh, the real thing. You can know what you've got and know what you have. That's good news uh, out of the book of Job. I'm glad it's like that. And that news that Job was talking about, uh, and like I think I shared this earlier, uh, that's way back in the Bible. Uh, some of the historians and Bible uh, scholars, uh, they feel like that was the oldest book uh, that's ever been recorded that's put in the Bible. Uh, that could be. Uh, it seemed like it might be, but uh, it's hundreds and hundreds and thousands of years old anyway, even if that wasn't the case. But the truth of God that stood uh, back here when Job was talking about it, praise God, it's still good news today, Brother Creed. It's good news, and I thank God for the good news. Uh, listen, uh, let me, uh, let me uh, just give you another thing or two here if I can uh, get to it. Uh, I like this. Uh, over here in the ninth chapter of the book of Job, uh, down here in the 13th or the 13th, 33rd verse, excuse me, uh, Job 9 and 33. Listen to this. Neither is there any dazed man betwixt us that he might lay his hand upon us both. Well, what's a dazed man? Well, a dazed man means a go-between. Uh, somebody uh, that uh, stands in the middle and uh, 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 this uh, kind of uh, reaches out to one side and reaches out to the other side. Uh, Job said, there's no dazed man betwixt us. Uh, there's nobody that I have to go through to get to Jesus. Uh, when the Holy Spirit called me, uh, I can go uh, straight to him. Uh, I'm glad today that we don't have to go through this or that uh, kind of rigmarole in life. When the Holy Spirit called me, when I was a lost boy and God spoke to me uh, I'm telling you what you don't have to go through the preacher to get to God uh, you don't have to go through the singers to get to God you don't you don't have to go through anybody uh, to get to God uh, just through the Holy Spirit uh, Jesus is our go-between uh, he's the one uh, that stands between us and God and nobody uh, stands between Jesus and us and I'm glad it's still like that uh, uh, praise God uh, brother Taylor when I need to call on God uh, I don't have to uh, get uh, permission from somebody to do that I can I humble my heart and when I call on him uh, he'll answer me he hears me uh, when I answer and listen uh, let's uh, go back and get some of these other things yeah, we'll probably repeat some things that we said in the other message but that's okay uh, uh, at least we'll be parallel to it back in the first chapter of the book of Job after he He'd heard all uh, his animals had gotten killed. His material things was taken away. Uh, I think this is before he heard that his children were gone. But he was in uh, a bad spot anyway. He said, Naked came I out of my mother's womb. Naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. 
So again, Job's recognizing that no matter what happens, uh, uh, God is still God, and I'm trusting him. I'm telling you what, sometimes uh, I think in this day and age we live in, society that we live in, if we're not careful, we'll let the devil talk us in uh, to thinking that if we're not prospering, uh, God's not blessing us. Uh, and you know, you even hear these folks on TV and on the radio, uh, you come uh, join my group and follow me, uh, and uh, you'll be successful, and your bank account will be overflowing in a little while. I'm telling you what, uh, God uh, has the ability to make your bank account overflow. But I, I've got some recollections in my own mind and heart. Uh, I know some people uh, that was as poor as they could be. Uh, that was some of the finest Christians that I ever encountered in my life. There's nothing wrong with being rich, but you don't have to be rich to be God's, and you don't have to be rich for God to be good to you. And so Job recognized this year, back here I started out, uh, though he slay me, I'm going to trust him. And back here in the first chapter, naked came out of my mother's womb. Uh, naked, I'm going to leave here. Uh, but God has given and he's taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. <coughs> and so uh, you just uh, pray on a little bit. Uh, let me get something else here that I run across in the book of Job. This is real important. And I've heard Carl teach on this before. Uh, uh, back uh, here in the fifth chapter of the book of Job, in the 17th verse, uh, here's what Job said. He said, Behold, happy is the man whom God correcteth. Well, now, wait a minute, preacher. Did you read that right? When God corrects you, when he gives you a whipping, uh, you're going to be happy about that? What are you talking about? Uh, let's look at it. Uh, let's get what Job was meaning. He said, uh, Behold, happy is the man whom God correcteth. Uh, therefore, despise not thou the chastening of the Almighty. Uh, I, I've got uh, times in my life when God chastened me. That's some of my most precious memories. Why is that, preacher? Because uh, that reminds me that I'm his and he's mine. I'm telling you what, uh, we've uh, lived before in places uh, where other families was close to us and there was other little children around. And, and if we needed to correct a child, uh, we might have had to correct our own, but we never did get the neighbor's children to correct them. Uh, that, that was the neighbor's job. Uh, that was their parents' job. But God, uh, when he uh, loves us and he cares about us, he He chastises, he corrects us because he loves us and he wants to help us and he wants to help those around us. And so I can look back at some times when I was way off track and God, uh, he corrected me. And one of the greatest things that God's ever done to correct me, he takes that Holy Spirit away from me. He lets me feel a uh, grief inside. Uh, I was still saved, but the joy was gone. But boy, and so Job, uh, he knew something about that. And happy is the man whom God correcteth. Uh, so therefore, despise not thou the chastening of the Almighty. Now, want to get one more thing. Maybe I won't be too long. Back here in the last chapter of the book of Job, and I want to sum up with this. Back in the 42nd chapter, uh, and the 10th verse back here, it says, and this is talking about, well, I need to get something else before I get to the 10th verse. Uh, God had told Job's friends, and I didn't get into this uh, yet, but uh, he had some friends uh, that were kind of judgmental. Uh, they uh, judged Job, and they talked about how bad a guy he must have been. All these bad things happening to you. I put it in my word, like, you must be sinning real bad uh, for all these things have been happening. I've heard that sometime in my growing up through life. 
I remember when I was just a kid and somebody had a lot of bad things happen. And I remember one man saying to another, I can still remember who it was, but I won't tell it. He said, you know what? He said, he's bound to be in some bad stuff. Uh, uh, God wouldn't be whooping him like that if he wasn't some bad stuff. Boy, I, I bet he's doing some awful things. Well, that's the way Job's friends was. They were judging and uh, we're not able to judge. Uh, we try to, but God said, don't do that. So Joe's friends, they got in trouble and God got on their case and God told his friends uh, they were in bad trouble. He said, go to your uh, friend Job and get him to pray for you and, and I'll forgive you. Well, and here's the thing, when he went to Job, uh, now Job, uh, he could have said to those guys, you think about this. He said, now listen, uh, when I was going through all my trouble and I was sitting there destitute and, and everything was gone and I had boils from the top head to bottom of my feet, he could have said, uh, you, you rascals uh, was beating up on me. Uh, you was accusing me. You was making me feel worse than ever. He could have said, get out of here. I don't want nothing to do with you. Uh, you're, you're a bunch of uh, uh, clowns. I don't want you around me. Uh, but instead of that, he did what a godly man would do, what a godly person would do. He bowed his heart and prayed. And when he did, when those folks apologized to him, and he prayed, and they got together, and God blessed them all. Boy, I'm telling you what, now that's the recipe for success. Uh, get together in the Lord, let God bless you, and listen to what happened in Job's case. Now, back to that 10th verse. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Also, the Lord, now listen to this. Also, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he'd had before. When it started out, he was probably the richest fellow in the world. Now he's got twice as much as he had to start with. And in the midst of it all, he had God. Let's stand and sing a song. Boy, good news from the book of Job. Uh, now listen, if you want some good news, look to the Lord. He's got good news for you tonight. If you're here and something's wrong in your life, uh, and you're not in the place that God would have you to be, you don't have to be an awful bad person, uh, but you might just have some problems you need to talk to God about. Let's come to the altar and talk to God, and we'll come in and pray with you. You don't have to explain all about it. It's up to you. Say or don't say whatever you feel like, and you go back to your seat if you want to. If you're hearing lost and God is speaking to your heart, the good news is you can get saved. That's what Job was talking about. Job said another scripture I used last Sunday. I know that my Redeemer liveth. Do you have a Redeemer? Do you know he's alive? You can know it. Sing when you get ready. Somebody needs to come, I'm confident. Obey the Lord. More good news from the book of Job. Would you come tonight? Let God have his way in your life. Please let God have his way in your life. Obey. Are you where he'd have you to be? I can't see anybody's heart, but I, I have a feeling that there's some you're not right where you need to be. And the devil's telling you, you can't go to the altar. What will people think? What do they think? They'll wonder what you've been up to. Don't worry about what the devil says to you. Follow the leadership of the Holy Ghost. Please come. Come. Come on. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Let God have his way.
always feel like going. If anybody's got something on your heart to say, a song to sing, or if one of you other preachers feels like preaching, you're welcome to preach. I'll be glad to pray for you while you do. Anybody got anything following? All right, not just be seated for a minute. I'll give you some information. Sister Sue Penland, her funeral's going to be here Saturday. That's this Saturday. It's going to be at 11 o'clock. And uh, uh, I think they're going to try to ask her, ask Stacy when they want in. She said, well, about 10 o'clock and set up a few little things. And so, uh, but then at 11 o'clock is the funeral's going to be. And uh, they've asked uh, Brother Kenny Waldrop and me uh, to preach that funeral and take care of it. And uh, if there's uh, enough folks here to have a little choir, we have some choir singing. If there's not, we'll just uh, go on anyway. And uh, But either way, and they've asked Linda to sing some songs. And so God willing, Linda will be here and sing some songs. And so uh, really, really pray uh, for that service. And, uh, and uh, then uh, another funeral, and uh, this one is going to be on Friday. And uh, this is Aline Baker. And uh, they're going to have viewing uh, from 9 o'clock to 12 o'clock. And that's at the North Park Community Church. That's 1321 East Elm Street. And so the funeral then will be 12 o'clock, uh, but uh, have viewing from 9 till 12. And so yeah, keep that in mind. If you feel like going, certainly do that. And pray for them in any case. Pray for that family. Again, that's Aline Baker. Uh, viewing from 9 to 12 at North Park Community Church, uh, 1321 East Elm Street. And so, uh, anybody else got any announcements or anything before we come to the close? All right, not thank you for being here. So everybody stand. We'll ask Solid to pray dismissal.